What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk. We're an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. We're not around a lot, but we're we've been saying that we're trying to make that happen a little bit more. Hey, we never but, said we know, were weekly. We never said I, we were a weekly podcast. We said we said semi-weekly. That's Connor, by the way. Um, let's just get the introductions out of the way. We were supposed to record on Wednesday, but the Northeast got hit by some stupid North. Uh, what are those nor'easters? And Seems we like lost power. Pretty weak nowadays. Yeah, it is pretty. That's cool. a golf strength with me down to the south. What's also the Con Edison too? They're the cable people here, are assholes, and they don't want to do anything. And when you call them up, they kind of just tell you, like, you know, you should out of luck. We'll fix it whenever the fuck we want. But we're back. We missed a lot. Honestly, we missed a lot. Uh, I think the last time we talked, uh, we were talking about our fantasy matchup that we had. And I'm so glad you brought that. Connor was kind of an asshole because he said he was going to sit Tyler Lockett, which it didn't even matter, honestly. I didn't like sit that. him though. I played him because I know I'm like that. Well, I wanted to run. Up he only the had he, and he only had three points too. So if Jamar Chase didn't have that monster game, I would have beat you. So to recap, I was up about a point and a half going into the Monday night game, and Sean was capped out. I had Tyler Lockett left, and honestly, I did consider pulling him because I was terrified of a, a wet ball fumble in that monsoon in Seattle with Geno Smith. Can't have that. Um, but yeah, no, I pulled out a dub on my team six and one and, um, we're on our way to a title and some more money. So I just got a trade. I just got a trade vetoed in that league. Everyone is very upset. Sean's treating his team like the six years back in like 2011, just trying to tank for the worst pick. It's, it's not tanking at this point. It's giving up two players for three playable people. I, 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 Gus Edwards and Juju Smith-Schuster, a fifth-round pick and a seventh-round pick, hurt, were hurt right away. So it kind of screwed me for the rest of the season. I'm playing – thank God Cordell or Patterson can play as a running back. I'd have yeah. no running backs to play. So Yeah. No, I got I got Jamar Chase, which is lucky in the flex, and then Tyree Kale. Um, unbelievable. James Robinson, Tyler Lockett. It's just great. Just picked up. Yeah. Um, fucking Jerry Judy's back now. So I know Judy rocking and rolling. But uh, yeah, no, enough of our fantasy team because no one gives a shit about that. On to actual things that matter the NFL. And week seven, both our teams are coming off pretty big wins, if I do say so myself. Um, I think we won Some by at least 20 points. Or- One's a little bit more, you know, looking towards the future, like, oh, this could be a, a playoff contender. One's like, oh, they got a random win. Which, and you know again, what's funny? I don't even know which team you're talking about right now. Yeah, okay. The Colts are <laughs> – stop it. The Colts have won three in a row, and Carson Wentz is playing unbelievable. I mean, listen, the Giants were going to squeak out a win sooner or later. The Jets beat the Titans a couple of weeks ago, and now it looks like the Jets couldn't beat a high school football team. So oh, good neither. But one thing that you disagree with me, you're air, air Danny Dimes, air this. The dude just almost died a week ago, and you run that play call? Like, I don't understand it. He's, you're trying to get him killed? Yeah, I mean, they want the offensive out, line can't get him killed. They want him to die. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. The offensive line is playing a little bit better now. So, like, Jason Garrett has some kind of vendetta against Daniel Jones, so he just wants to kill him. So he's just going to run. Have you noticed since he got the concussion, they're running more read options and quarterback draws and then that play where they throw it to him. And the, I mean, if he didn't – I mean, I, we've all seen the play. If you, if you haven't, you've been living, living under a rock. And also, I have a bone to pick with Boda Sports because that should have been the play. 
Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I wonder what the play of the day was he, that day. It was a, it was some kind of hockey play. Uh-huh. But um, he kind of like didn't do the right wide receiver route. Like he trailed a little bit. So he was wide open and he like stopped running and then had to catch up to the ball. And that's why he was diving and like avoided that yeah. hit a little bit. If he would have actually ran that route like a receiver, he probably would have not. Like he probably well, would have been done for the year. Well, also, even if he didn't fall when he was catching that ball, he probably would have tripped on his way to the end zone. So it didn't even matter. Yeah, that's true. Very true. I appreciate that. But uh, to be fair, we did score on that drive in, in Philly. Yeah. So fuck you. But uh, I also wanted to give you some credit. I was thinking, I was making, taking some notes during the game. I was also blacking out watching the Giants. Giants game? He goes, I, yeah, no, I, was, I drank I drank a shit ton. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really at the time a Giants take. But I want to give you credit where credit is due. Is Izzo Jolari looks like a stud. Yeah, yep. he's got five. I think five and a half sacks. He's got a bunch of tackles for the ball. Yep. He's in, on a team that's not very good on defense right now. Coming out, yeah. one of the bright spots. So second round pick steal and looking like he could be. A, I don't think he'll ever be that true like Chase Young kind of guy coming out number one pass rusher on the team. No. But he could definitely be a solid number two. Like if he's going to be. I feel like he's going to be that guy that like gets a lot of stats that aren't on paper like he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna he's gonna contribute to a lot of other players sacks and tackles for losses just and the giants have a lot of guys like that on defense like leonard williams is the same way it's all about qb pressures yeah may not add up to sacks but they're meaningful play i you probably won't get this reference i don't know if you remember from the super bowl teams he's not gonna be a justin tucker an ocu in your course I he's, know gonna, he's gonna be a, like a matthias kiwanuka yeah like that second or third guy that can get after the quarterback after all those other guys are getting number one double teams and shit. That's why we need Kavani, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau in that first round. And I've already said this, and I, I will say it again. If he's there, you trade both first-round picks in next year's draft to get him. Really? Yep, I would trade both of them, trade up, and trade possibly like a second or third, too, to get that man. I want him what on if, my uh, team. What, what if Matt Corral's there? <laughs> no quarterbacks. We've got no our quarterbacks? We've got okay, our if you say so. Daniel Jones will be a top uh, 12 quarterback. One thing, one thing before we move on to week eight um, that happened last week, the guy that got Tom Brady's 600th ball. Oh my God. He got, got so shafted in a trade. I would have held that ball for ransom. I would have asked for Tom Brady's child and like $3 million. He got, and the fact is he didn't even get a lot of Tom Brady stuff. He got like a thousand dollars store credit. He got, Mike Evans jersey and signed tickets cleats. for the rest of the year, but like in the upper deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and then Tom Brady gave him one Bitcoin, which was like $62,000, which, which is cool. That's because, the best out of the deal. Yeah. But also like, I'll, I think, I don't remember who pointed it out. I think it was someone on the, the Manning broadcast. I, it was one, it was either Peyton or you. I don't remember who, but the man gave the ball away and he gave up all of his leverage. Like he just handed yeah. the ball back to him and then yeah. they were like, all right, what do you want? Like, yeah. At that point, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm taking this thing home with me. We can negotiate yeah. over the phone. Yeah. Have my guy call your guy. <laughs> yeah. I would have hired like security detail to like escort me out of the stadium and I would have, I would have left. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, I'm out of the stadium. I catch that ball now. See ya. So, again, um, another thing Tom Brady's a piece of shit person. I don't know about that. Yeah. You know what? He could have had more pull in the Buccaneers organization. He's Tom Brady. Whatever he says in the NFL goes. Did you see one Bitcoin, take. one Bitcoin? Come on. Did you see the take from Edelman? Where no. <laughs> he was on the Fox pregame show and he was talking about how 
Tom Brady has it too easy in Tampa. He needs to go somewhere that gives him a challenge. So he said next year, or not next year, when he turns 50, Tom Brady's going to go play for the Jets and try and win a championship. Yeah, okay. Tom Brady would <laughs> never go to the Jets. Tom Brady's like, he, again, like what Aaron Rodgers said when he congratulated him, it's like Tom Brady owns a part of the Jets organization. Basically. Yeah. Basically. But, no, that was a cool highlight. He got his 600th. And then the, the quote that he, uh, Mike Evans had, where he's like, ah, shit, I just forgot. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about the ball. And then Brady goes, well, I may just forget to throw you a touchdown pass for the rest of the year. Yeah, okay. As a Mike Evans owner in one of our leagues, that makes me a little bit scared. Yeah, yeah okay. He, he won. He caught three touchdown passes that game. And then apparently Antonio Brown's ankles not doing so great. So, yeah. I can expect well, more Mike Evans touchdowns. That was that was a good highlight from week seven. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on from last week? Um, no, other than – I Watt. mean, listen, we can get into that. But the one thing I do want to say, the Lions, they're playing their asses off this year. Every game they're competing. They're close. Yeah. They're going to win and, game pretty soon. And I think they're really chippy. And I actually kind of like, after all, like the stupid shenanigans and the dumb shit that he was saying throughout the preseason, I think Dan Campbell is actually going to be like a really solid head coach, whether he stays in Detroit or gets a, like opportunity somewhere else. He reminds me of a more intense Joe Judge from last year yeah. where the team wasn't any good. They were competing and you could kind of tell, hey, this guy's got him playing hard for him. Yeah. It's that same kind of mentality. Plus they have some pieces too. I mean, they don't have a quarterback yet, but I really like DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Too. Yeah, I like their running backs. They have a yep. they have a couple pieces on defense, but they're um they're in that spot now where they need to figure out a quarterback and kind of rebuild through that. But yeah, hey, if you get the right coach in place, that's that's a start. Yeah, that's like one of the most important pieces. Um, anything else I think we're missing from Week Seven? Did you want to preview Week Eight now, or you want to wait? Oh. One thing I do want to say is I want to give a big shout out to Alvin Kamara and my league, my home league. Uh, I was down by like, I think 41 points with Kamara and the Saints defense going into that game. And thank God Jameis cannot throw the ball any at all. <laughs> he just kept checking it down to Kamara and Kamara was running for 20, 30 yards and ended up winning by like five or six. So I, ch- I had to change my name. It was only right to do to Kamara Narasauce. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> you should just make your team name Team Cosentino and call that it. Was a, that was original. Honestly, I didn't even see that on any of the things. I was like, Camarinera sauce. That sounds really Camarinera good. Camarinera sauce. Good God. And then again, I was right with the J.J. Watt thing. You can go back to our early podcast. It's probably like episode seven or eight. It's on the Instagram. I reposted on the story. I said, if someone signed J.J. Watt for the amount of money for those years, he's going to get hurt and they're going to regret it. What happened? He was saying, always saying, talking all that shit on the sideline when he, when he's barely doing anything in Arizona. We're just better. We're just better. Now you yeah, watch the team be better. It's real convenient that Sean has all these clips of him t- having takes. Hey, <laughs> it's listen, real convenient. Listen, they regret it, and now he's going to watch the team for the rest of the year from the sideline. So, fuck you, well, DJ Watt. That game is on as we speak. We're recording Thursday night around. Eh, it's almost a little bit after 8.30 now. So, yes, we'll see how Arizona does tonight. Um, we have our picks out. Sean and I do our picks each week. He's about he's taking my ass this year. He's I'm by now. killing you in the Instagram page. Um, I took the Cardinals. Sean has the Packers. Yep. The Cardinals minus six and a half tonight. I think it's just because of all the injuries, but still. Yeah, absolutely. I took the home team just because I didn't know who to pick in that game. But um, yeah, no, we'll see how they fare on defense without him. Um, you want to do week eight previews for our guys? Sure. You want to start? You want to start? 
Uh, you could start with the Giants because right. they're taking we're, on the Chiefs. We're going straight to prime time, baby. Straight yeah. to prime time. Monday night game for the Giants. We'll work, our, work our way backwards. Coming off a huge win, twenty-five to three against the Panthers. After struggling on defense, like the past two games, Sean, they've given up forty-four and thirty-eight points. And I mean, I get it, it's Sam Darnold, but Sam saw hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't been playing terrible. I mean, he started off the season really good, but. They shut his shit down. They made Sam yeah. benched for PJ Walker. Well, I like PJ Walker. He's fun. But um, yeah, no, I love the way the defense played against the Panthers. Um, no CMC. They got Sam Darnold benched. They absolutely shut down Robbie Anderson, all the receivers, because I don't know if you're watching it in that game, but Carolina's receivers cannot catch a fucking cold. Right now. I know. They dropped, I think it was six or seven balls in the first half. The first half. It was that bad. But the defense stepped up, like I said about Ojolari earlier, Leonard Williams was getting some pressures, and the secondary is playing better. The only thing that I'm a little bit worried about is my guy, who I just ordered a jersey, which is really unfortunate because he's probably going to be gone in the offseason. Jabril Pepper's out for the year, fucked up his, mm-hmm. his ACL. So, Wait, you he just wasn't ordered getting, it? What? You just ordered it? I just got it like a week ah. or two ago. Got that yeah, you could sell it on like the marketplace or something. Nah, I'm keeping that shit. I love Pep. He's a Jersey guy. Big, uh, big fan of Pep. But um, they're gonna miss him. He hasn't been playing like he's been playing okay, but like they haven't been using him the way that he's supposed to be used. So now we're gonna have to see Xavier McKinney step up. He's been underwhelming, is the word I'll use to say the least. Um, yeah, you're yeah, a big fan of him. Often. I was a huge fan of him because it reminded me of that Landon Collins pick back in the day where it's just early second round Alabama safety. And he ended up missing most of the, uh, most of his rookie year. And so far this year, he hasn't been very good. So we'll see if he can actually step up in Pepper's absence, but I like the way the defense played yesterday. So some encouraging signs. The offense, however, still makes me nervous. I mean, we, we might get Tony. Um, I think most likely going to get Tony back this game, maybe Saquon. I think Kenny Galladay is still out. Of those three, I think I'd rather have Saquon back, but still, we're going to get a little bit healthier going into Monday night. It helps having the long week. And the Chiefs have been struggling. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has the same amount of interceptions as Zach Wilson right now. So he hasn't been playing well. That offense looks completely different than it did the first couple of weeks. Trust me, I know as a Tyreek Hill fantasy owner, it looks a lot different. And that defense, I don't know. I don't care about any comparisons. That Kansas City defense is. Bottom five. Oh, they're terrible. Which is good for our offense, but you never know. I mean, as long as you got Patrick Mahomes back there, he could wake up at any time. So I'm not picking them in this game. I think the spread is nine and a half, and I think they'll still cover. But, hey, you never know. The Giants are coming off a big win. Defense playing really well. The Chiefs have been struggling. I have a feeling that they're probably going to figure out at home on Monday Night Football against – Giants. Up and down Giants defense, but that's a get right game. That's like a yeah. game where Andy Reid says, "Listen, guys, exactly. we can't lose this game. Like if we lose this game, we really, we really do suck." And the history against Andy Reid's not great either. Um, back in his Eagles days, so that's another factor to add into it. But yeah, no, I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. I can't be disappointed either way because we've already chalked this down as an L from the beginning of the year. Yeah. <laughs> When I saw this game on the schedule, I said, Jesus Christ, we may lose by 40. And when I saw it after that game, I said, really great win against the Panthers. Jesus Christ, we still may lose by 20. Yeah, so, that was in 21. So. 
I'm taking Giants my or I'm taking Chiefs minus nine and a half at home. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm taking I'm taking the Chiefs as well. I don't think the Giants are going to really be competitive in that game. I think that's a get right game for the Chiefs at home in Arrowhead. Um, they also struggle on prime time. Yeah, I could see. I mean, I could see the Giants keeping it kind of close, and you know, the beginning of the game, the Chiefs pulling away at the beginning of the third, and then Giants getting a garbage time um, touchdown. But yeah, it'd be good. I think at all those three people, I think the one that you want back the most was honestly Tony. I think when Tony's in that offense, they just they can throw so many different looks at uh, the defenses. Like he can run jet sweeps. He's always on the outside. They threw him on the outside that one time, and he was just tearing up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not taking them. I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, until again, the Chiefs keep doing this, and what they're three and four or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Let's see. But you can't, you can't yeah, three write them off. Like all they need is one chance, and they've proven it year after year. Their defense has never been that good. I mean, Mahomes, once Mahomes figures it out, I don't know if it's the lead catching up to them. I don't know if it's different play calling. I don't know what it is. I mean, they really don't have a running game, which kind of sucks too. I mean, but at least you know the same thing in Buffalo. But Josh Allen's a little bit more mobile, so they can figure it out that way. And you know, Zach Moss and Singletary are picking up a little bit, but not having Clyde Edwards-Helaire in there is a big. I bet you, I bet you that front office is kicking themselves for not taking Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. We can get, we can get, we can get into that. The, the, the Colts game against the 49ers was an absolute, like talk about a monsoon. Did you see the video I sent you on Twitter with all yeah, those that was fumbles wild. and like everyone's slipping? It was literally looked like a, like a skit out of like sunny in Philadelphia, like people playing football. <laughs> like if you put the sunny music on that, it would fit perfectly. But all I have to say is, Wentz is finally starting to play well. The offensive line's protecting him, and really that's all he needed. He'd had no protection in Philly. If he has a little bit of protection, he's never going to be the guy to throw for 300 yards anymore, like three, four touchdowns a he's game. He's not MVP Wentz anymore. But that's fine because of JT. Jonathan Taylor, and you know because you're a big Wisconsin guy, you've been telling me the, literally since they drafted him, he's going, to go, he's going to be one of the best running backs in the league in three years. And already in his second year, he's probably top five as of right now. And I haven't watched many of their games. They still run him out of the shotgun most of the time. They're, they just run. And he, he after first contact, like first contact, he's never going down. And even after first contact, he, it's already three, five yards past the line of scrimmage because of the Colts' offensive line is so good. And now they're getting yeah. Quentin Nelson back too. So they can make a little bit of a playoff push. Um, and then, again, Michael Pittman Jr. is an absolute stud. I remember. Yeah, SC boy. Dude, the Bengals took T. Higgins, the first pick in the second round, and I was pissed because I wanted T. Higgins so bad. And then they took Pittman, but, I mean, Pittman's looking like an absolute stud. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And how about that? We thought the Colts were dead in the water at the beginning of the year with all those injuries. Your quarterback was supposed to be done for at least, like, I think it was like, what, eight to 12 weeks? He came back in like four. (laughs) Quentin Nelson was supposed to be done for the year. He's miraculously coming back. And, I mean, it's, like you said, could make a playoff run with all these guys getting healthy at the right time. And that division is always up for grabs. The Titans aren't as good as we thought this year. The Texans are a fucking mess. And um, who else am I missing that division? And the Jet and Urban Meyer's too busy grinding <laughs> with underage girls. It's, there's a reason I forgot about the Jets. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> so, the Colts are playing the Titans this week. So again, the Colts, I said the Jets, I'm an idiot. The Colts are playing the Titans this week. And usually when Peyton played, when Andrew Luck played, they ran the Titans shit. I think the Titans won like maybe four to five times against both of them combined in like those 16 years. Um, but now 
all they're doing is feeding Derrick Henry. I don't know if you saw the statistics that the NFL put up. Derrick Henry is like 300 more yards than everybody else because he has like 90 more carries. And nobody's stopping him. What was that stat? He's the top two leading rusher in total yards. And then just his yards after contact make him number two. (laughs) Like, (laughs) who? It's wild. Running through the line of scrimmage, most for the most part, are arm tackles. Arm tackles aren't getting him. Then he's through and Who's, who's there to stop him? The safety that's six foot one, 200, the cornerback that's 5'10, 190, that he's, he's a mismatch for most of the sideline. Yeah, it, it's, it's insane. And I don't think the Colts are going to be able to stop him. And I just think that he's going to be able to run the ball all over this team like he's been doing to every other team. Um, and now it's going to open up Tannehill's play action. Pass to AJ Brown or Julio that they always do in the in the tight end or Anthony Furster. Um, I think the, what's the line minus just half one. a point for the Colts? Is it or minus one. one? Yeah, it's basically a pick'em. So that's why I, mean, I was I'm surprised going, by your decision. Yeah, I'm going with the Titans this week. I just don't think the Colts can pull it out. I think it'll be competitive, maybe like a field goal game. Um, but the Titans yeah. are rolling right now too. I, I just don't think that anyone's stopping Derrick Henry. Yeah, no, I'm also on the Titans with you. Like I said, I don't think they're as good as we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, but they're still the best team in that division, I think, right now, yeah. especially with the Colts still a little bit banged up. Um, but, you yeah, know, I agree with you. Derrick Henry is an absolute game changer. And the big thing in this matchup and for the division title all year has been the Colts' defense isn't as good as they were last year. I mean, they're still pretty good, but they're not as good as they were last year, like a top two or three defense. So yeah. they're going to have a tough time stopping the run against Derrick Henry. You're going to have to focus on stacking the box with all those linebackers and then just hope he doesn't break that many tackles. If you can keep him under like 150 yards rushing, I would consider that a win. Um, yeah. But yeah, now that's, those are our picks for our guys. I also do want to say this about the Giants. If they beat the Chiefs this week, I'm all the way back in and I'm making a playoff push. I'm saying that right, right. now. Well, they beat their the next three games. They beat the Chiefs like the- in Arrowhead on primetime Monday night football. I am all the way back in. You guys can't see me on camera right now, but I'm I'm waving. Wait, the who's the oh who's that fucking third base coach on the Red Sox? Just waves them all the way around. Can't remember. I don't know, but you'd be wrong because aren't their next three games like ridiculously hard? They play the yeah, they play the it's Chiefs, Raiders, Bucks. Right. Yeah, and then and then the stupid Eagles. So that'll be a win. But and then Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird too because. They always played Brady well. Like you, last year, they got fucked in that Monday night game against Brady on the Bucks on that goal line play where the refs fucked them. And I got banned from Twitter for like 48, I think it was 48 hours. It's been there. Been there. Threatening to kill the NFL, NFL officiating Twitter account, <laughs> allegedly. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't be the first person to do that. But this is the thing. It's like, yeah, their schedule is tough, but it's not as tough as I thought it was going to be in the beginning of the year. The Chiefs aren't the team that we thought they were. The Raiders from the beginning of the year have dropped off. I mean, they're playing a little bit better under the interim coach, but like they're not anything special. The Bucs, yeah, they're still the Bucs. And then you have Eagles, Dolphins, who are just in the absolute gutter. And I was, I'll raise my hand right now. I was completely wrong about the Dolphins. I had them, I took their over, I bet on that line. And then I had like Tua being like comeback player of the year or some shit. God, was I wrong about the Dolphins. I'll tell you that much. I had them winning the division. Yeah, and winning the division. You had them at 13 wins. Yeah. You're crazy. They might, they might have 13 losses this yeah, year. It's going to be crazy. Uh, but yeah, so if it, I'm 
I'm making this declaration right now. We can clip this and we can throw it on the page. If the Giants win this game on Monday night, I all the way back. In. And I'll be going to that game in, in uh, December on the 19th against the Cowboys. So, Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to see. I really nice. hope that that game means something because the last three or four that I've been to have meant absolutely nothing. Um, all right, so we got we both have the Titans and we both have the Chiefs for those picks. Yes, let's break down our three plays of the week. Three plays. So I'll, yeah. I'll ad lib some music or something. Dun, 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 dun. You, I think maybe I should go first okay. since I'm. Yeah, since ahead. you're up by by nine. Well, you're up yeah. by nine on the full picks. We do the college and the NFL. I think you're up. Yeah. More I think I'm up that. by like 10 or something. <laughs> by a lot. To be fair, the last like two or three weeks, the college picks, I've done those at like 11 o'clock on a Saturday. And I've just yeah. been like rolling out of bed, scrolling through ESPN, looking at lines, being like, that one looks good. That one looks good. <laughs> I've been hitting my parlays, but the Giants, of course, had to win this past week and fuck up my NFL parlays. So, all right. So I'm going to go. I lost, I lost $25 on the Lions money line. Yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to speak into the Dolphins. I think Tua is a little pissed off about all these rumors. Um I think he's playing well. I mean, he proved last week they almost came they almost came back and beat the Falcons. He's really not the issue. I mean, he can play well when the players around him are playing well. That defense is playing god awful. The offensive line's terrible too. Um but Mike Gesicki is a stud. He Really is like I remember Pat Fryermuth or whatever the kid that out of Iowa, I Ohio State right not Iowa Ohio State was, I think was. no he was Penn State I think he was also Penn State yeah, yeah Penn State he everyone's calling him Baby Gronk like in the in the coming out of the draft mm-hmm. Mike Gusecki is Baby Gronk everything that goes to that dude he jumps up and grabs it so I think and again thirteen and a half. To the Bills, even though it's at home and it's a divisional game too, that's way too much. So my first pick is going to be the Dolphins. That's a family play. Yeah, we're riding with the Dolphins this week over right. the spread. I don't think they're going to win outright, but I don't think it's going to absolutely division, not. division game in Buffalo. I think it'll still be close. And maybe a, a divisional game, be close. a divisional game, thirteen and a half points. I don't care how bad a team is. That's way too much. Next one for you. Next one, I'm see. I'm kind of going with a like the, the high, high, uh, high stakes this this week. Like teams are gonna have to, yeah, teams are gonna have to win by a lot. So uh, I'm just gonna keep riding with the shitty teams. I'm taking the Bengals over the Jets. I mean, the Bengals manhandled the Ravens. What makes you think they can't do the same thing to the pathetic? pathetic the Joe Flacco led New York football. Watch, watch. Flacco's going to do some dumb shit and, like, win the game or something. And I'd also like to say this to Jet fans. Can you fucking relax? You traded a sixth-round conditional pick for Joe Flacco. Well, I, think, I think they're more so the pissed. Fuck up. I think they're the season's more so over already. It doesn't matter. Because, first and foremost, they started the season without a veteran, which made absolutely no sense. Because yes, that was just coming in. You needed something. So they could have had Joe Flacco. They had him on their team already, and they cut him. And then they just gave up another sixth form. So I think not – about the pick itself. It's just more so how the organization is run. You cut them and then you bring them back, wasting a pick. You could have had them already. So I think that's more so. Garvin Minshew. That would have been cool. No, because then people would have been clamoring for him to take over the job when Wilson started to suck. 
Yeah. Imagine Gardner Minshew came in right now in New York and started lighting it up. Lighting it up. Oh, or you'd be the fucking superstar. He was a superstar in Jacksonville. They would send Zach Wilson back to Utah. Which after his play in the first couple weeks, he might want to go. He might go back. So yeah, Bengals are my second pick. You might, I don't know. Are you taking that too? Nah, keep going. Huh? Keep going. You got your third. I did not pick that oh, kid for, for we're doing like a snake. No, no, no. We're, you you do your three picks and then I'll do my three picks. I'm only gonna say anything if I have a family. Ah, uh, okay, that. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought we were going back and forth. Um, and then my final pick. This game's a little tricky, too, because I like the way the Patriots are playing, and I like Mac Jones and Damian Harris a lot, but I think at home, five points, the way Herbert's playing, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, I mean, that defense is insane, too, with a rookie quarterback, and it's at home, so I got the Chargers laying five. Yeah, no, I thought about picking that game, too, but that five that five points scares me. Anytime I see really? those weird numbers, if it's not like a three or like a seven, Anytime I see one of those weird odd numbers, like a five or like a like a two and a half, something like that, just weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I have the Chargers in that matchup too, but I don't know. I just pick in those games, like those games with weird spreads, or like if I can't tell the difference, I pick the home team usually. That's just how yeah. I go with that. But we've already mentioned it. The first game that I have, we have a family play with the Dolphins. Was it plus 13 and a half? Two the Bills win by more than two touchdowns, which honestly I wouldn't be shocked. I'm going to – I'll sleep perfectly fine yeah. that night. <laughs> we'll yeah. be all right. But I think yeah. the Dolphins at least cover. Um, my first game that I'm going to talk about here – well, technically second, but first that we're going to talk about. Down in the ATL, the Falcons are three-point favorites at home. I think we pissed off the Panthers last week. I really do. I don't think Sam Darnold's going to have two stinkers in a row. Unless Matt Rule decides to bench him for P.J. Walker, because honestly, he might. He's an idiot. He said he wanted to run the ball. Yeah, he's going to go. Well, he didn't run the ball. Also the thing today, not to cut you off, but Matt Rule said that he doesn't see himself coaching long term in the NFL, and he could see himself going back to one of the vacant. So the he's Giants take said, the SC job. Hey, the, the 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 Giants, you know, missed out on him, and that's a good thing because he would have dipped right away. So hey, we'll take that. But I think this is kind of a get not a get right game, but a. A snap back into reality for the Panthers. I think they went out right down in Atlanta. I don't think the Falcons are any good. I think Matt Ryan's washed up. Their only real weapon is Calvin Ridley. I mean, I know you love your guy Cordell Stop Patterson. Cordell Patterson and Kyle Pitts. And that defense, they're not very good. Yeah, the defense I mean, sucks. They've never they haven't had a good defense in years. Even ever in the Super Bowl. Ever. They weren't ever. that great of a defense. So I've got the Panthers plus three. I think they went out right. So that's a big one. And then the final game. I'm taking the Brownies minus three and a half. Really? Give me the three and a half at home. I love the way that they're playing. I was very impressed by their win against the Titans. I was very impressed. And then the Steelers are absolute frauds. Were you impressed? Uh, were you impressed with that game against the Broncos? Let's talk about that. Bet online, AG. They never got back to me on my email. I mean, someone <laughs> hacked me and put fifty on the Broncos. That's bullshit. Okay, Did I say? Bullshit. What did I say? I, I, I meant to say Broncos. That was the game, the prime time. Yeah, game yeah you said Titans. I meant to say Broncos, but still. I think that this is more – like the, the Browns did impress me, yes, but this is more about how bad I think the Steelers actually are. I think this is the year that the Steelers blow it up. Mike Tomlin's taking questions in the post-game press conference about taking college jobs. Yeah, no. 
And honestly, it's funny because he has those funny responses, like never say never, but never. Um, yeah. I don't think they are any good at all. Najee Harris, I, mean, I don't think he's that special. Big Ben is, is. done. Oh, Big Ben is I, absolutely Najee Harris done. is nice. First of they all, lost Najee two Harris. to the year. Deontay Johnson is a number two at best. I don't think their offense is any good. And this is the end of the Steelers. I don't even know if you want to call it a dynasty. They haven't been very good. They've been you good just, in the regular season. They haven't really done anything else. You just shit on the Steelers. I think Najee Harris is very good. He's number two in fantasy right now in running back. I think Deontay Johnson's insane. He's mean, number two at best. Ben, Ben's the problem, and they're aging offensive line. They had the best offensive line, you know, five, ten years ago with A.B. and Bell. But once those guys get older, start getting hurt, and they leave, it's kind of hard to rebuild that. Yeah. And this is the year that it has to happen because Ben's done. You, you think it's Dwayne Haskins' season? <laughs> God, was I wrong in that draft? Wow. Yeah. I wanted Dwayne Haskins in that draft more than I wanted to breathe. I wanted Josh Allen at six, and I wanted Dwayne Haskins at 16. Yep. And I was right about one, and I was so wrong about another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I think the Steelers are absolutely done, and this is the game that the Browns bury them and get back to that preseason number one in the division. I know the Ravens See, are everyone's hot take right now, but I'm sticking with the Brownies. We differ in those two picks. Actually, I agree with your the spread on the, the Panthers game. But I think it'll be a push. I think it's going to be like a field goal game. Mm-hmm. Just because those NFC South games between the shitty teams are always like that. Yeah. And I don't think the Panthers are really that good. And the Falcons are always having those stupid plays, coming back, getting those garbage. Because they can score at will, too. I mean, Calvin Ridley can score whenever he wants. Kyle Pitts, you saw last week, can score whenever he wants now, too. And Cordell Patterson's a beast. Um, so I, think I did misspeak on that. Kyle Pitts is a stud. Yeah, Kyle Pitts I said, I said right, Ridley was their only weapon. Kyle yeah. Pitts is pretty good and then the browns the browns thing scares me because of the half point again i I could see them winning by three but that half point scares me i'm willing to take it i saw it too and i know exactly what you're saying it would have been nicer if i was betting this game i'd buy a point if i could and get down to two and a half and yeah field goal cover but hey you gotta take them as they come we take these thursday spread seriously over here but to be fair my picks have been garbage this year so take that with a grain of salt you really um, need to start climbing back. You need to, like, win every week to get back into it. Yeah. No, and it starts tonight, man. It starts with the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals tonight. So, those are our picks. Uh, I'm just running back. I got the Panthers minus three. I've got the Dolphins plus the 13 and a half. We're taking the points. And uh, we've got the Browns minus three and a half at home. I got the Dolphins minus three and a half. I got the – Bengals minus 10 and a half and I got the Chargers minus five and of course I think we're uniform on our team's picks yes, always. Colts and we, we, it's always over the Giants literally <laughs> we pick against our teams like every single week it's actually insane don't don't expose the strategy dude don't expose the strategy it's a little bit of strategy on our part yes yeah, the George W Bush quote there yeah. we are uh we're a very hectic and crazy and unorganized podcast. So I'm going to throw something at you that you're probably not even prepared for. No, 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 no. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Ah, shit. All right, let's see it. Actually, do you want to give a quick uh, World Series prediction? I mean, it's tied 1-1, but mine still hasn't changed. Um, just because it's going to give me the most pain, I think the Braves are going to win. I'll take Braves. Really? I think I'll take the Braves and... Let's go six. Braves and six. 
I would absolutely love that. And I really, really hope you're right on that. But from the moment that this matchup was set, I just think the Ashers are too talented. I see them winning in six. So I don't really care either way, but I think having your, I mean, in the last four years or three years to have two teams in your division, win a world series and you not even make the playoffs for my team, I'm saying that would be awful. So I think that's, what's going to happen. So, uh, but speaking (laughs) of world series, this is where your trivia question comes. So there are three people tied with the most home runs in a World Series series with five home runs. Can you name me one of them? Just one? Just one. And I'll give you extra points if you couldn't name me another. All right. All three of them are very notable names. One is an all-time name. One's old time, two isn't within the last decade. All right. Um, let's see. World Series series tied for five home runs in that series. Damn. See, like, this is the thing. I get on these, these streaks where I'm so invested in the Mets, and then when, I'm, when they don't make the playoffs or when they get knocked out, I get fucking yeah. – I just baseball don't exist. I barely even watch. Uh, Once the Yankees don't play, baseball doesn't exist to me. All right, let's see. I'm going to start with the old-timey one. I'm just going to – is it is it Reggie Jackson? Bang. Bang, bang. Let's go. There's one. Bing, bing, bing. All right, Mr. October's got one of them. Let me see if I can name the other two. So I'd be these, very impressed. Are these two both recent? Uh, yes, both within the last decade. In the last decade, okay. One one is just over like the decade mark. All right, so like early so within the past eleven years. Okay. Yeah, two thousand nine up. Let's see. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here, and I'm going to say, "Oh fuck, who was the Dodger last year that went off?" Uh it was not was it- a Dodger. Wasn't a Dodger? I was going to say Max Muncy, but no. One is the American. One's in the American League. One is in the NL. Is one? Damn, this is tough. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say three names. Okay. Those will be my guesses. Okay. Just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Jordan Alvarez. I'm not going to answer until you say. Jordan Alvarez on the Astros. I'm going to say, because you said 09, I'm going to think it's another Yankee. I'm going to go with A-Rod in 09. And one NL name. It's got to be one of those Giants guys back in the even years. Um, Brandon Belt. Damn, wrong on all three. All right. I will give you a hint for one of them. One of them is your most hated baseball player of all time. Ryan Braun? Nope. And probably every Met hates him. A specific shortstop hates him. Is it Chase Utley? Yep. Really? Fuck Chase Utley. And then the other is George Springer. Damn, I didn't even think of Springer. Yeah. I knew it was one of those Astros, but I thought yeah. for some reason it was Alvarez. Yeah. I was thinking either Alvarez or Alcuve. 
Yeah. I think Altuve sticks in my head because of that Chapman home run. Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, damn, that was a good, that was a really good trivia question. I know. Very good trivia question. Um, I mean, I wasn't prepared for trivia, so I don't really have one for you. That's okay. But <laughs> I would have gotten um, it right anyways. You can just give me the points. That was baseball. All right. <laughs> well, I got a point too, because I got one. So. No, I know. Um, we did baseball. How about the Knicks? How about the fucking Knicks? Huh. The Garden's back. The Knicks are the best three-point shooting team in the league. And we may get a two seed this year. I just want them to keep winning because I just want to wake up and just see those uh, videos oh on Twitter god. of the guard outside Did the garden. Did you see the Spider Man with a bottle of Henny? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, that was so cool. There's a dude New York is so fucking there, there, There's a fat dude just yelling random stuff. I mean, some dude was convulsing. He was just going. Bah! Yeah, no. New York is actually undefeated when the Knicks are good. Because when the Knicks are good, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, I know. It's funny. Like, we haven't had this in our lifetime. We got a taste of it last year, but, like, even when the Knicks were decent with Melo and Stoudemire, like, it wasn't like this. I think it's because they got a lot of homegrown guys and they're, like, a fun team to root for. But they're still a, they're still a star away. I still think if they can, I don't think Dave is realistic. I think they should go get Donovan Mitchell. I think that's the guy. I really do. Because he would be that guy, that number one they they plug in. I mean, it may relegate one of the guys that we don't like, or one of the guys that we like to bench. Um, I don't know if they're willing to have Kemba come off the bench or have RJ come off the bench, but I mean, at this point, you need that you need that number one guy, and I think Donovan Mitchell could be that dude for us. So that would be really cool. Just wanted to mention the Knicks because they're on right now, and I think it's halftime. They're playing the Bulls, but. They kicked their shit out of Philly the other night, which was awesome. Oh, my God. Embiid sucked. Embiid. Embiid, he's a little bit banged up. I'll give it to him. But, like, he looked like a fucking shell himself. You had the the garden crowd chanting, where's Ben Simmons? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. And then the the game before we're at the garden where they played the Celtics and won. And you got guys outside the garden yelling, Jason Tatum. Yeah. RJ Barrett put Jason Tatum in jail and they're saying fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> like, oh, it's so fun. But the Knicks are good. Um, it's still too early in the Islander season to judge anything. Ilya Sorokin's really fucking good. Even though Varlamov's back now. Back-to-back shutouts for Sorokin on the West Coast. They play, I think, Saturday. Tomorrow? No, is it? They play Saturday afternoon. It they've had like a full week off this week, which is like they're in the back of my mind right now, obviously, because the Giants just came up with a big win. Yeah. Knicks are playing really well. There's Thursday night football on and then college football on Saturday. So, like, a six-day break without this is like is the, super This is weird. probably, like, the happiest you've been sports-wise in a long time. 2015. 2015 yeah. was the last time I was actually happy. Yeah, but that was super, super high and a super, super low. So, like, I don't even know if it was worth it at that point. Honestly, <laughs> I was going through some, some relationship stuff at that time, too. So, it was – Drowning in alcohol, and I don't remember much of it, but hey, that's the last time I can truly remember. The summer of 2015 is the last time I was truly this happy because the Mets were taking me on a fucking, I mean, that was a memory, like an absolute, I can't even speak. I'm so happy about it. Like thinking back on that year, I can tell my kids about that, even though they didn't win the World Series. But if the Giants, like I said at the top of the pot, the Giants win this game on Monday night. I'm all the way back in on the Giants. We have the best hockey team in New York. We have the most fun basketball team to watch, probably, in the Eastern Conference, I would say, because the Nets are a shit show. Maybe the Bucks, but 
anyone but Brooklyn and Milwaukee can get these hands. And uh, the only thing that's bad is our college teams. Yeah. <laughs> our three college teams we picked at the top of uh, the top of the season are not looking too hot. Other than like, I think State was pretty good for you, right? Because I was Ole Miss. Yeah, actually, Ole Miss is pretty good. attention. I was Ole Miss, and then I had Carolina and Wisconsin, and they're both absolute disasters. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Anything else you want to touch on before we go? Might be nope. two or three weeks before we get back here. So I want to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna promise, and you have to promise, we will, will we will be back <laughs> at Monday some point in the near future, or Tuesday. <laughs> at some point in the near future we will record a podcast oh we're missing i forgot about this we were trying to do this at the end of each podcast the what was oh. it, 25 second rant the 25 seconds of fame all right ready, are I'll you go. prepared yes i will go right now okay i will put the timer on the clock hold on i was not prepared <laughs> stopwatch and go that guy got shafted. Honestly, Tom Brady is a piece of shit. He should have done more to help that guy out. My trade got vetoed in our fantasy league, and Chase Edmonds ran a touchdown already. So I'm getting fucked in fantasy already. So I hate people that veto shit for absolutely no reason, unless it's like blatant collusion or or someone's automatically out of the the playoffs. Um, uh, uh, fuck Three, the Astros. Two, uh, I don't know. I froze. And that's it. Fuck the Astros, he ends it on. We, we stopped the clock 27 seconds. I, I, I have to be kind of quiet. I got, like, nieces and nephews here. My life's just fucking mental right now. Well, my my 25-second rant, I think you're going to enjoy this. This is for all those assholes that are freeze-framing that RoboCop, or RoboCop, RoboUmp, the thing, the, the, the strike three call that ended the game the other night. Yeah. Robo-umpires are going to be a thing at some point. It's going to be good. But can we get off the fucking everyone's cock? Like, that pitch that ended the game the other night was like a centimeter off the plate. Robo umpires are coming. Relax. Stop freaking the fuck out. It's not Angel Hernandez. 25 seconds. Imagine arguing with the RoboCop and it just fucking like beats the shit out of you. It like kills you. And we keep saying it because it's it's like Brodian slip at this point. We keep saying RoboCop. I think we should just call them RoboCops. They're no more, they're no more, no longer Robo umps. They're RoboCops. That's our thing. They police Real the talk they, they think they matter. They think they matter more than the game when they don't. All right. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate everyone for listening. And we will be back if Monday the, or Tuesday. If the Northeast has power and if I survive the weekend. No, we're getting we're actually getting another storm Saturday. We're supposed to get fucked up on Saturday. No, the Northeast is soft. That's the, the takeaway here. We're going to have to do something because I'm going to Nashville next weekend and then Wisconsin the weekend after that. So nice. we're going to have to get some pods in. So yeah, that'll be we'll, fun. We'll do it on Monday or Tuesday. We'll do it Real, earlier. In the- Real talk will be going on the road. Yes. <laughs> but until next time, Buy ladies and gentlemen, five-star review because we're on Apple now. Rate and review. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Give us five yep. stars. Yep. Tell Give us five stars and tell us that we suck. Don't tell don't your friends. One star. Tell your friends. Tell your mom, especially if she's hot. Tell uh, off here. <laughs> go Knicks, go Islanders, go Giants, go Colts. We will see y'all after the weekend. Happy Halloween. <laughs>